Uh, Debbie Nigro is a host of her own show, her own radio. Debbie, how many shows, how many stations are you on? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I've done like 10,000 interviews. I I have no idea. So Debbie and I go way, way back, and um, we've got a great story to tell about how we met. What we're going to hear today is kind of funny, and you probably have this somewhere in your life where there's some person in your life who no matter how many years go by and you haven't seen them, the minute you say hello, you just start laughing absolutely hysterically, and you don't even know why. It's like no time went by. Wow, Charlie. You're one of those special people. Same. And uh, the first time we ever met, the very first time we ever met, you came into my office, and we looked at each other and started laughing. <laughs> well, let's, like, let's review why. Can we review why? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, because this will be a good story. Good. Um, Wait, I'm going to have a little more glass. Yeah. Here. People are trying to get through life now um, and have as much, <sighs> less have less stress, right? Yeah. But it's always stressful. Life's always been stressful at different Six phases. Six to five against. Yeah. So this particular time in my life, I was a single mom. Right. And... I had a, 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 a Suzu Trooper with a cracked windshield, right. and there was smoke coming, coming out, out of the back of, the, of it. But that, I had an idea. That was like 30 years ago almost. No, that's, I'm not even that old. <laughs> so I, I, I had this idea. Yeah. My daughter was, I forget, I was a single mom, and life was, every day I was like, is nobody talking about what's going on here? This is sick. Right. It was extremely stressful to try and work and be a good mother. And then wherever you were, you're supposed to be the other place. Like I was working, I feel guilty I wasn't with my daughter. If my daughter was guilty I wasn't working. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to do a show about this. So I come up with this idea called The Working Mom on the Run or, right. what, the, or what the Heck Happened in My oh. Life. Because I always use too many words and I right. couldn't just call it The Working Mom. Or right. What the Heck Happened in My Life, which right. is a running theme. Right. And you presented that to me. So you were the general manager of a radio station, right? Yeah, very I yeah. come flying in with the smoke out of the Isuzu and the crack windshield. Oh my my hair it? must have been six feet high because <laughs> I don't know what the I'm so Italian, it was right. like high and it was humid day. Yeah. And um I came in and I gave you this big speech pitch, like passionate, like, oh, so we'll be partners, I'll split half, I'm gonna yeah. do this. And you just looked at me and went, Okay. <laughs> I was like, wow, he's on drugs. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I was like, this is great. This I is could great. tell that you were going to be great. I had no money. I know. I didn't even have enough money for the tape Remember, you needed to record the, the show on. You were using my, t- my tapes. Yeah, and the tape was the size, okay, just for it those was listening. massive. Yeah, it was the size of, well, I would say my, my backside, but now that's <laughs> my backside. It had to be 18 inches around. Yeah, well, so to compare it to something, like a giant pizza tray almost. Yeah, that's what that's a, a pizza good, tray. A yeah. pizza tray of tape. And you said, go ahead, you can take some of that tape over there, which was had other shows on it. It was like right. pre-used, right? right? But what happened was I got really motivated, and you were my first station. I'm going to go right. on the air. So I'm going to sell it locally, regionally, nationally, right? right? Ding, dong. And I did. But that same piece of tape, yeah. I could never figure out how to buy more in the beginning. So I used to get off your show yeah. Saturday morning, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, and then drive that sucker in a car as fast as I could to the second radio station and the show was on at 11 o'clock and I'd like throw it in like, oh, a, like a frisbee like a frisbee like yeah I'll be back after breakfast and uh, that was my syndication start no in the business kidding. yeah yeah but I went to Avon you gave me a chance to do that I went yeah. Avon products yep they yeah. were a big sponsor for you weren't they for yeah, a while for a while yeah. I wish my gosh it was unbelievable I, I went to them and this was my pitch ding right. dong <laughs> nobody's home hello you are great at that, I and have they, to say. They hadn't done a dollar investment in radio in the 107-year history of their company. Wow. And I literally made the deal. This is quite- And you became friends with the CEO, didn't you? The chairman of the board.
Martin used yeah. to call me in for like, he goes, get Debbie Nigro. Yeah. I got some situations here. Go see what she thinks. I mean, right. the story, it's, a, it's worth a show in itself. But right. this is how I made the, the deal. And this is a good lesson for people listening about taking a risk, right? Go ahead. I always say risk it or regret it. Right. Let's go. Yeah. And um, so I call, kept calling up back when people actually went to work in an office and had a, um, a voicemail, right. a human. And I was given, um, oh, I went to see a woman named Marge Lavero. She was the head of entrepreneurship at Manhattanville College. And we sat down and I said, oh, here's my idea. What do you think, Marge? And she goes, oh, you should maybe go to Avon. I, that's when I jumped up. I went, ding dong, nobody's <laughs> home. And she, right. So then she gave me a couple of names. Right. And I called um, the first person and they didn't pick up. So I left a message. And I called the second person. They didn't pick up, called, left a message. Third person, same thing. And I called back again, same thing, message, message, message. Nobody's calling me back. I said, you know what? I got to right. take control here. Right. So I called back again and said, hey, listen, I spoke to the other one. She's waiting yeah. for you to call me back yeah. because we're making the <laughs> meeting. I hope great. you can make it. I called the second one and said, listen, I spoke to the other <laughs> yeah, one. She's waiting great. for you. And the third Did one, you really yeah, do I that? made the whole meeting. Then nobody ever spoke to anybody. They just showed up. And I was like, <laughs> that is right. a great story. A true story. Oh my God. Yeah. And I got there and they were like, okay. They're looking at each other like, did you make this meeting? Did you make this meeting? I'm like, okay, I got to roll from this part. I keep distracting them. And, um, and so they said, you know, Debbie, we haven't um, ever spent a dollar in radio. And they were about to make a quarter million dollar investment in somebody else who had done all these features, who they knew, right. who was famous, had a book. And I go, no, no, no. Don't give them that. Just give me $5,000 and I'll go make it a national show. And they're like, well, either she's on crack or she might be right. And we'll... We'll try. So they gave me $5,000. And the woman who was in that position was only there for two weeks in the history of her whole job. She was taking wow. a position. Yeah. So they, then they said, okay. So well, she the, took a risk. Huge. She was thinking she was taking a risk. Huge. And then they said, they must have really liked me. Listen, they got a call. Would you like to be our keynote speaker? No, I'm not kidding you. I'm like, this is just getting going. Our key, I have no money. I got smoke coming out of my car, cracked windshield. And then they're going to give me $5,000 for like five years. I don't know. I said, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry. Right. I would say, don't worry about it. You always say, no problem. Yeah. It's a freaking problem. Yeah, it's a okay, problem. Yeah. And they said, we'd like you to be our keynote speaker at our big conference around the country. Wow, Deb. Yeah. And they were going to pay me $25,000 for that. And? So I said, no problem. Right. Meanwhile, freaking problem, right? So I, they, go, so they go, okay, what are you going to do? Yeah. I said, no problem. I said, you know, I'm going to do a rap song. Now, people are looking at me. That rap didn't even barely exist, right? right? And here's I am, this like, you know, white mother from Westchester, right. and I'm going to do a rap song. I said, you know, women don't rap, they yap. So I'm maybe going to make it do a yap song. And they're like, okay, <laughs> we're going to have to meet with corporate on this, you know? So <laughs> I now get start writing. This is so great. And I start writing my song. And I'm going to do the working woman's yap song. Working women, women don't rap. Okay. And I'm sitting at this, this conference table. It goes from here, Charlie, to... The, the street, and you live in a... No, okay. Yeah, 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 just street. And, and all these people are looking at me, and they're all seriously corporate and dressed up, and I'm like, da 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 And they said, so what are you going to do? I said, a rap song. And they just, the faces were like, they all had sour yeah. grapes. And then I drove around for one month, yeah. writing lyrics and memorizing a song that I was appearing in one month in San Diego. You want to hear it? I, <laughs> yeah. still, I still remember. Yeah, go ahead. This is great. I was a psycho. I was yeah. writing in the taxi. I was writing in the elevator. I was writing in the bathroom. I was you listen to the song called The Working Room is Yap, a rhyme and opportunity for a working girl to rap about the things that make our lives so hectic and fast-paced. Our innocence erased. Our heels are a disgrace. Once when I was young, I thought I'd be a ballerina. Actress maybe teaching me to man. You know I mean a kid to the picket fence, a great big station wagon. My turn to do some nagging and some sagging. <laughs> Along the way, the mood had changed. A sort of revelation. Women clear across the land were changing destinations. Step into the plate. 
calling for appreciation, incredible sensation. We need a real vacation. Don't you dare give up. Everything's getting much, much clearer. Throttles full speed ahead. Go ahead. You can check the mirror. Better open up your eyes. The future has never been brighter. Better start to exercise because, honey, your skirt ain't never been tighter. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's 80 more verses. I can't even believe I just remembered that. 